Hello and welcome to our podcast, That's Debatable. I am your host, Carly. And I'm Callie. And Dr. Robert. So today we're going to talk about something and Callie is going to be piping in. She's not 100% sure where she stands exactly for this right. one. I've only seen the first movie a while ago, so I'm just a little fuzzy. Yep. Are we going to explain the something, or shall we keep him guessing? Hmm, let's explain it. Okay. okay the, we are talking about Ant-Man, and the reason that we decided to talk about this today is because it's one of those things we actually have strong opinions about. Yes. In opposite and we directions. disagree. Oh, yes. We have strong opinions about other things. I think she means contradicting opinions. Yes. We have the makings for a glorious verbal joust. In 14 minutes and four yes. seconds. Three seconds. So (laughs) I think the way we're going to do this is, Robert, you can start saying nice things about Ant-Man, and then we will kind of say, like, see if we agree with you or not. Nice things. So how about, do you want to explain to us why it's a good movie? Huh, wow. You've got to defend your Marvel (laughs) Universe. I will stand proudly behind my Marvel Cinematic Universe here. Um... (laughs) I personally enjoy it because it is more of a lighter tone than most of the Marvel movies. I know some people think it's a bit of a shift for other reasons, but I enjoy it. Um, I like how I like how the entire plot line is driven practically by sarcasm and puns. <laughs> and <laughs> that is just my kind of enjoyment, as you both know. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> I think it is a really um, down-to-earth, basic heist plot for both movies um, that is kind of complicated by MCU technology, of course, which makes it even more interesting. But um, I would say, yes, overall, I was very satisfied when I first saw this movie. I was under the impression, like, before I'd even seen Ant-Man, the only shrinking movie I had ever witnessed was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yes. And I mm-hmm. was wondering just how they were going to avoid the cheese aspect of that sort of <laughs> Wait, plot so line. you're saying it's sarcastic, but it's not cheesy? I would say that it is cheesy in some ways, but it's not nearly to the degree that one thought when we all, let's admit, we all were kind of concerned when we heard about an Ant-Man movie. When I saw the poster, I must admit, I was like, yes, okay then. Okay, it's a tiny man. Well, it was bigger and then getting smaller, and of course he is called Ant-Man. I think they really did a good job by balancing how he, uh, how his shrinking and growing kind of tap it together in ways that kind of make for engaging combat Mm -hmm. versus like the slow motion shrinking that we're all used to from movies. What movies? I thought you said the only Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like Honey, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And actually the shrinking, like the things that were done while tiny, except for maybe his interaction with his favorite aunt, um, was actually my favorite part of the movies, like the part where the yellow bad guy, what's his? Uh, yellow Jacket. Oh, Yellow, yellow Jacket, jacket and me. him are having their, their little fight, like, inside the briefcase. Yes. And with the toy oh, with the lightsaber. Like, yeah. The lightsaber. Lifesaver. Lifesaver. Oh, life yeah. That was actually a part I really enjoyed. Fighting it was, with the large objects was fun. It was yes. creative, it was different, and it was still exciting. Um, I didn't feel like, I felt like they actually 
re- were really driven by the idea and the creativity of that those. But yes. the bad guy was lame overall. I mean, I don't think he had much in the way. Just of throw that in there. I will admit that he was he was classic Marvel one sided villain, and but he was mm, wimpy. He was a little wimpy. And bald. And he was bald. stressed out. He had a lot of things going on. I personally <laughs> liked the way they redesigned Yellow Jacket's suit versus the comics. You guys don't know what the original comic looked like, but no. it wasn't nearly as cool as That's the true. This one like. kind of looks like um, Spider-Man's new costume when he has all the yeah, legs out. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. But not as cool. Yes. Right. <laughs> cool. So, this one can fly. This one can fly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, okay. I do have an issue. Can I just point this out see yes. what you guys think about okay. this uh first of all i mean i know i'm thinking this guy is not intimidating kind of like Azog. and oh. the problem is i want him to be more scary or something and at least more two-dimensional then i see that their device for doing that is using a lamb and <laughs> turning it into jello and the thing <laughs> is I wanted him to be scary, but I did not want to see him turn an innocent animal into Jello. That was not the direction I was yeah, hoping for. Sure. That it just, just sort of turns you off. It does. Well, I was not like, a bad guy you love to hate. No, no. Just I don't like. I just don't like. You just hate. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what they were going for. I know that I a, I a hundred percent know that's well, what they were going for. It's a lamb. It's they a needed lamb. a quick plot device to show you They're he like, has no compassion. Oh look, this is evil. Let's do this that. Is evil. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like it how was, evil can you get? Turn a a lamb, lamb into Jello. Into Jello. Into Jello. It was the just, Jello. Okay, the Jello was also something I had an issue with. It kind of makes you. Like, why Jello? Why, why the Jello? It just seemed silly. Why turn him into a piece of? But gum? it wasn't and flush like, him down the. It toilet. wasn't literally Jello. It was more like it tried to scrunch his body up and he turned it to ectoplasm. Essentially, it looked like Jello. He melted. It looked like and gum. It like essentially, chewing, he like melted. And then the the lamb and the guy both turned into Jello. The exact same kind of Jello. Same color. <laughs> It's not actual jello. We're just calling it jello. It's it's jello. Okay, so we have slight problems with the bad guy, but we can also justify that maybe that's how it works in In the Marvel universe. Yes. Sometimes you just have bad guys like that, then. I mean. And I will point out to finish my side of what I Okay, yes, please do. Is that um, they manage to make you really emotional over the death of an ant. That just oh, goes to show. This goes back to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. And I remember just how sad I was to see the ant and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids die. Yeah, that was, that was freaky. But I was under the impression that, you know, maybe that's just something that a kid would relate to. And then, Yet, yeah. uh, they make, they make, it made even my mom kind of sad Aww. when Anthony died. Oh, Auntie. Yeah. So it really. Is that an Ant-Man? You know what's yeah. hilarious is I don't remember that. The ant dying? Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, I remember him being like, no, auntie, yes. or something. So When they miraculously shot the ant out of the air with a bullet. Okay, that part kind of made me go, like, how did they... Ant? Like, the bullet's going to be bigger than the ant. Yes. Okay. So maybe it's not that miraculous. Mm, you know? <laughs> right. But, like, <laughs> you shot an ant, a flying ant, out of the sky with a <laughs> Who bullet. Who shot the ant? Um, he did. David Cross did. Oh, so okay. he is a fantastic bad guy with cool Apparently skills. So. Maybe he's Hawkeye's father. Maybe. Oh. Whoa, no. Yes. 
Okay, there is something that I'd like to talk about. Go yes. ahead. Let's talk about uh, Hope, her character. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm honestly not a fan of Hope. I think she most just, of she's, us... Um, she uh, feels very two-dimensional. And she's yes. just like the tough girl, but she's with the bad guy, but she's also with the good guy. And she's, she's like torn because she's starting to feel emotionally attached to the main character. So yes. she says angry things, and she can... she might have some tears because she's had a tragic past. Yes, it's just it's just like mm-hmm. with the bad guy with the lamb. It's like let's let's take some elements and place them, you know, like these pretty cliche things exactly where we need them, as if they're concocting something, but it doesn't yes. feel real. It literally feels like you're putting some ingredients together and mixing it up. I would agree that um, Hope Van Dyne in the in the first movie is very one-dimensional. My brother and I agreed that they weren't we weren't a fan, and my my younger sister really didn't like her hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I wasn't a huge fan of her hair either. I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't going to go into looks. <laughs> We're not going to go nitpicking there. Besides but. the bald guy. I know I mentioned he was bald. I will <laughs> say, though, that in the sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. she becomes a little more likable, I would say. Her okay. character develops a bit better, and she changes the hair. It gets longer, hair. right? Yes. Hmm. Is that the one where she has long orange hair, or was that The Hobbit? Long, this, no. The long orange chair was that the Hobbit? Yes. That was the Hobbit. Okay, was just checking. Yep. Okay, maybe okay, switching yeah. it around. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I feel like maybe that's just that was part of the problem with the movie for me was that a lot of it seemed kind of just like one D. One D. One D. Oh my! Wow, or maybe just, two, is that what you call it when it's two D, but it's also just playing off of a better movie? Well, because two people you have super these... suits and the bad guy who's bald. Oh yeah, it yeah. is basically with Iron the Man. bad guy mm-hmm. with the with the low budget hope and um, I don't know. You throw in Ant Man's wife and her new boyfriend. Uh, there were a lot of things that just seemed you um, didn't really feel like you understood a lot. It was of people. almost a little clean cut. Everything. Yes, I think. Uh, but yes, they had a yeah. lower budget. They had a low budget. But the screenwriting could have been a little bit better. Just like more like tie the pieces together more like Carly mm-hmm. was mentioning with Hope's character. Maybe actually have the elements of her character work together a little more. Um, you know what's funny is when he... Granted, turned, I've only seen this movie once and it was a right. while ago. When he turned that guy into Jello, it was really lucky that no one happened to walk into the bathroom at that moment. Yes, because they were the only two in there. Oh, yeah, he's sure. super fast. And Super no one fast. wondered why they both went in, but only, only one came out. out. No security cameras or anything? Nothing. Wow. Well, whoever's watching those security cameras is probably the same guy who's watching... probably working the... for it. Right. Like, it's the same guy who's watching the sheep get gummed. Get gummed. Okay, what happens in why there stays have... in there. Seriously, why would I... they have a video camera in the bathroom? Well, well I mean, you see who comes in and who bathroom. comes out, yeah. True. I will say, though, that those... Someone's a lot of the characters... A lot of the characters in Ant-Man do have very clean-cut personalities that are, do feel kind of copied Very and shiny. Paste. That's like the difference. Um, it's, it's Iron Man, but nobody sweats. Right. Yeah. The I would say, though, that um, the one exception to that would be um, Ant-Man's best friend. Uh, he yes. is probably the shining joy of both movies. Right? The, you mean evil, the, the one who talks quickly? Yes. The okay. evil red-eyed guy from A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> this is how I know him. 
That is not how I know. He was kind of interesting. He was was funny. funny. Mm -hmm. He was definitely the come. He was kind of the Olaf of the movie. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which I'm not complaining. You know, I will say. uh, I also think Ant Man had some character. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd. The only thing is, he was clueless enough to get this weird. um, I don't even know where he bought it. Robot rabbit for his daughter. And that is, again, that's where I'm like, um, this shouldn't matter, but since we're searching for things <laughs> to say about his character, I got to say, why? where did that come up? Uh, the reason they included that was to show that he knows her better than anyone, where, oh. where it's her mom and her new boyfriend are like, what's that? And she's like, I, I love, love this. I knew that you... You don't think that she's just saying that because she loves him? Oh, no. It's definitely because they have a bond, and it develops more in the second movie. Okay. Okay, I can get behind that. I like that. I don't know. Where did he get that thing? I don't know. I guess... I don't know. Gift shop? I guess. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Olaf got it for him maybe. somewhere. Well... Something else I'll mention about Ant-Man real quick, okay. as we're running out of time, is... Woo, he's go fast. I think Ant-Man does aids so much to Endgame. Oh, yeah. I don't really remember him in Infinity War, but I think he's really cool and funny. He's, uh, he's a great he's element in yeah. the movie Endgame. Oh, Civil War was what I was thinking. Oh, yes. Um, I he can't remember him. There. Was he? As an Avenger, he's awesome. Yes. By himself, he doesn't quite have enough punch to be his own movie. Right. And that's oh, why... Oh, you agree with me. Well, Ooh. I, would agree, I would agree that um, he had just enough of his own punch to have one movie. Uh-oh. And yet people say Ant-Man and the Wasp is considerably better. Yeah, because he's a, it's a tag team now. Now it, mm. has, now it has more to do. Like, um, we, we both acknowledge that... Ant-Man could only go so far with his own solo adventures. He needed he's the kind of character who needs a team. Mm-hmm. And it works. When you throw him in with the Wasp, when you throw him in with the Avengers, you can continue plot lines and he's enjoyable. Right. Okay, he's a good well, supportive character. He's a good supportive character. Yes. Should be the Wasp and Ant-Man. That's what happens <laughs> when you're like mainly comedic. Yeah, yeah, when you're superhero. Yes. Oh no, it worked for Guardians of the Galaxy. Let me say, Literally, well, they're a team. Yeah, they are a team, though, so they play off of each other. Oh, right? Okay, that is true. That is true. Um, so you still stand where you stand? Yes, both yeah. good movies. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not convinced. Okay, that's debatable. It's very. But this was a good conversation. I'm willing to continue debating. I'm kind of interested to see the other movie. Yeah. But more interested to watch Civil War again. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess since these are only 15 minutes, we're kind of just warming up and figuring out how to do this podcast. But thank you for listening. I'm Carly. And I'm Callie. And Dr. Robert. Thank you for listening. Bye.